Hello, I'm Jim Franks, and this is an episode of our podcast, Verse by Verse, which will explore the insights and lessons from the Word of God, the Bible. Today I will cover part two of my series, When Was Christ Born? Our section of Scripture for today is Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Let's read this verse and then answer what it has to do with the birth of Jesus Christ. As I stated in my last episode, we begin by accepting the fact that Jesus Christ was miraculously born of the Virgin Mary, and after a perfect life was crucified, and after three days and three nights in the tomb, He was resurrected. He became our Savior. There is no value in determining the timing of Christ's birth without accepting these facts. Well, let's begin with the verses we will focus on today. Luke chapter 2, 1 through 5. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. When did this census take place, and what does it have to do with the birth of Jesus Christ? Simply put, if we can determine the timing of this registration, then we can determine the year for Christ's birth. In the last episode, we established that Jesus was not born on December 25th, but most likely in the fall of the year. From the course of Abijah, we determined that Jesus was most likely born in late September or early October. But what year did this happen? Consider that if this is only for the purpose of registration and taxation, there is no real reason for Mary to accompany Joseph. But consider this. If Christ was born in September or October, as we established in the last episode, this registration would have overlapped with the fall holy days, trumpets, atonement, tabernacles, and the eighth day. Was Mary with Joseph because of the holy days? If this were true, then other questions could be answered, such as why there was no room at the inn, as stated in Luke chapter 2, verse 7. For the Jews, there were three pilgrimage festivals, as outlined in Deuteronomy 16. For each of the three pilgrimage festivals, Jewish families traveled to Jerusalem for worship. The fall holy days comprised the final of the three pilgrimage festivals. It was estimated that up to two million Jews traveled to the area of Jerusalem for each of these festival periods. Now, there's another reason for this journey to Jerusalem. Keep in mind that Bethlehem is considered part of Jerusalem for the observance of these festivals. Jerusalem was full, and so were the other cities that surrounded Jerusalem. There was no room at the end because of the huge crowds that had arrived for the festivals. The Feast of Trumpets, which falls on the first day of the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar, is also the beginning of a new fiscal or secular year. Under Jewish law, taxes were paid after the conclusion of the major agricultural harvest, which would be concluded about the time of the Feast of Trumpets. Judea was a protectorate of the Roman Empire, which means that the Romans did not exact direct taxes from the people during this early period. They received tribute from Herod, and the Romans allowed Herod to gather the taxes as he saw fit. Herod would have followed the traditional Jewish practice of paying these taxes around the first of Tishri, that is, the Feast of Trumpets. While there is controversy among scholars as to when this taxation, registration, and census took place, the date that we believe to be correct is the fall of 4 B.C., for the census of Quirinius and Augustus Caesar, and therefore the birth of Jesus Christ. History records that Quirinius was the governor under Augustus Caesar for two terms, separated by a couple of years. Not all agree with this scenario, but we believe when all the facts are considered that this is the best answer. 
A number of scholars believe that Luke just got it wrong and made a mistake in writing this. But we reject that idea, believing that Luke was inspired by God in his writing. So let's summarize before we conclude. Augustus Caesar and Quirinius are identified as the primary players in this census and registration. We believe this was the fall of 4 BC. History allows for this, but not all scholars accept this as being accurate. There was no room at the end because of the holy days that overlapped with the census. In normal years, the Jewish practice was to pay their taxes at the end of a fiscal year and the beginning of a new fiscal year. This would take place on the first of Tishri each year. The first of Tishri is the Feast of Trumpets. Joseph and Mary arrived at Bethlehem to observe the festivals, to pay their taxes, and to register with the Roman emperor and governor. The fall of 4 BC fits all the criteria and can also be established by the length of Christ's ministry, leading to his death in 31 AD. Since there is no year zero on the calendar, and Christ's ministry lasted for three and one-half years, beginning when he was 30 years of age, we arrive also at 4 B.C. for Christ's birth. Now, with these two episodes about the birth of Christ, we have established that he was born in the fall of 4 B.C., and he died 33 and one-half years later in 31 A.D. Certainly, we have seen that Christ was not born anywhere near December 25. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.